You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds of Klein Appraisal, and your host of this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So Governor Inslee of State of Washington enacted some new restrictions because our COVID cases are going up. We're going to take a look at what those restrictions are, if they make sense, if any of this has to do with reality, which I think you can kind of tell what direction I'm heading in already. But let's jump on in and take a look. So this is as of July 23rd, Governor Inslee announces new restrictions for bars, restaurants, more as virus continues to surge. All right, Governor Inslee on Thursday announced new restrictions for restaurants, bars, fitness centers, and weddings and funerals as COVID-19 continues to surge in Washington and beyond. Have we had any data or science come back and tell us that any of these places, I know the bars and restaurants are have to be so clean to be able to be operational right now that they're probably the safest places to go, right? And then funerals and weddings, how does that have anything to do with anything? Have we had cases where there's been somebody who's gone to a bar or restaurant, or have we had cases where there's been funerals or weddings, and then all of a sudden a whole bunch of people got sick? If that's the case, shouldn't we have the contract tracing or the contact tracing, those 1,500 people workforce, whatever it was that our governor put in place that you and I as the taxpayers are probably paying for, shouldn't those people going out be going out and checking on these weddings, checking on these funerals, checking on these, these clubs? Shouldn't that be happening instead of hitting all of these companies up again, just restricting them for no real reason? Because there's no data or there's no science at this point in time to be making these restrictions at all that I can see, that I've been told. It's just, oh yeah, we're going to do new restrictions on bars, restaurants, funeral homes, and fitness places. All right. So indoor dining at restaurants is limited to members of the same household. Let me read that again. Indoor dining at restaurants is limited to members of the same household. Are we going to have like a big checklist? Are we going to sign a contract that, yep, you're all related. Okay, you got you guys can go in. Not you guys. You guys are co-workers. No, you're not related. You can't go in. We can't have that. Members of different households can sit together outside. How does that make sense at all? Let's just face it. You don't want people, we don't want people going to restaurants right now. You don't want people going to bars. Specifically, you don't want millennials who don't pay attention to the rules. That's what's going on here. So you, instead of going out and trying enforcing this stuff, you're further restricting industries that have already been hammered on. Bars, restaurants, fitness centers, you can't keep going on this. You're just going to have a bunch of bars and a bunch of fitness centers operating willy-nilly out in the wild, not really paying attention. So my recommendation is get rid of these kind of restrictions because there's no relation to the data or science here, is there? There's none. You're just putting restrictions on places that don't need it. If you were out doing the kind of policing that's supposed to be done, following up on all this tracing, you find a bar that's the cause of thousands and thousands of cases, all right, shut it down. But otherwise, you just got to let this go because none of this stuff is enforceable. You can't enforce this. Just ridiculous. So limited to members of the same household. Yeah, that, that's, that's just crazy. Restaurants must close gaming areas such as pool tables, darts, video games, 
until phase four. Who knows when phase four is going to be, right? I mean, phase, we're in phase two now. I'm going to call it modified phase two because we're actually phase two minus all of these restrictions. So are we one phase 1.75? We went from 1.5 to 2. Now we've been stepped back, right? At least a quarter step. So we're phase 1.75. I'm just going to run with that. I just decided that. So pool tables, people playing pool at pools tables, darts, video games, they're all responsible for an incredible amount of COVID, right? I mean, you're hearing that in the media. I'm not hearing that at all. You just don't want millennials congregating because you know it's unenforceable. But life, life kind of has to go on, and we've got to move past this. Restricting these types of events, not going to do it. We've had other major events. Well, let's call it outside. We're up to like 60,000 people have gathered. And what do we comment on that? Well, you got to respect their First Amendment rights in a pandemic. Do you? I mean, you're trying to ratchet down healthy things like the gym and weddings and funerals. People at weddings and funerals typically play by the rules, don't they? All right, we're getting married. If you blow this, this is your wedding. You're going to look like an incredible idiot. You're going to look like a moron. So don't mess this up. Follow the rules. Funerals. Is there not probably a greater group of people who are going to follow the rules? You got people who are already sad. They're going to a funeral. They're going to do whatever you tell them. If you got to stand, each person has to stand 20 feet apart. They're going to do that because they're already sad. They're already beaten down. And yet here you are with no data or science basically saying, yeah, these are big groups of people. We can't have them. Let's just... Let's just not do this. It's ridiculous. Restaurant alcohol service must end at 10 p.m. How does that make any sense at all when you can go across the Safeway and booze it up in a place that doesn't get cleaned down nearly as much as a restaurant? How does that work? I don't know. Aren't we kind of picking and choosing the industries that are going to make it here? You can go to Costco, you can get lots of booze there, but after 10 at your favorite bar, that's a no-go, no-go. Are we saying that a lot of these cases are coming from drinking after 10 p.m.? Is there a story on that that I missed? What am I missing here? This is ridiculous. Bars will be closed for indoor service. Do we have any data that shows that indoor versus outdoor has much of an impact on anything? I have yet to see it. I don't know. Um, this includes taverns, breweries, wineries, distilleries, regardless of whether they provide food. So we just want to shut down bars because there's a handful of bars out there operating right now that have way more people in their capacity than they should. So instead of impacting all, instead of imp impacting all taverns, all breweries, all wineries, all distill distilleries, go after the ones that aren't following the existing rules. Don't roll us back. Take the Department of Revenue funds that are coming in. My buddy Dan is paying like six grand Department of Revenue tax this month between his two bars. Take some of that money and go monitor the people who are actually causing the COVID cases to go up, not the rest of the bars that are playing by the rules, that are having people socially distance, that are having people wear their masks up to their table. When they sit down at their table, they can take their masks off. Don't hammer on the places that are already following the rules. 
My gym, you got to wear a, which is Crunt Fitness. They just opened up last Friday. Now they're going to have to go to five people in, inside of a, I don't know, is it a 10,000 square foot gym? It's huge. You can only have five people in there. Do we have any instances where there's been outbreaks from gyms? I haven't heard of a single one. So is there any data? Is there any science supporting this? No, there's not. We just think, oh my gosh, gyms, that, that could be bad. This might be a bad thing. Let's, let's just change this up. It, it, it's just silly. All right, so we've got um, wedding and funeral ceremonies will be limited to 20% indoor occupancy or 30% or 30 people, whichever is less. Insane. Wedding and funeral receptions are prohibited. No receptions. We've had massive outbreaks in the receptions. Or have we? I don't think we have. Is there any data or any science that are supporting this? Not that I know of. Weddings and funerals will be giving a two-week grace period for those already planned. So if you're at three weeks out, you've got a wedding or a funeral planned three weeks out, your host, all that deposit money, you're done. You thought you could do it. Now you're getting it rolled back. How about all those uh, wedding videographers and all the flower people, all those small businesses? Yep, you just hosed them. Nicely done. Fitness centers in phase two can only allow five people for indoor fitness services at a time. Five people in the gym because we've had so many outbreaks where it's been proven that gyms are the source of COVID-19 being spread all over. Not massive gatherings outside where there's no social distancing, but gyms, indoors, more than five people, obvious cause of COVID-19. Clearly, I'm joking here. I'm not kind of not joking. This is just annoying. It's like, if you make the rules, go out and enforce them, but don't roll them back. Because let's take a look at our case cases here. Um, the COVID cases in Washington State are 50,000 cases, 5,200 hospitalizations, 1,482 dead, mostly old people over the age of 55, I think. And the, the percentages go way up after like 60. This is old people dying for the most part and people who've already got existing pre-existing conditions. Total tests, call it 900,000. We're pretty close to 900,000. And 5.7% uh, positive. Percentage of deaths, 3%. But that percentage of deaths, we think now the CDC has indicated for a lot of their testing that the um, number of positive cases are probably at least 10 times what we're reporting. So divide this 3% by 10, and what do you get? You get a rate that's pretty close to the flu. That's what you get. So fitness centers in phase two can only allow five people for indoor fitness services at a time. This includes gyms, studios, indoor pools, indoor pools. We're going to regulate indoor pools, really? Ice rinks, because we got a lot of those around here. Those are really ramping up the COVID numbers. Volleyball courts, tennis facilities. What about pickleball? I don't see pickleball in there. I'm confused. What about basketball courts? I mean, these are questions we got to figure out. Occupancy in phase three will be reduced to 25% with group classes limited to no more than 10, not including the instructor. Here's the thing with gyms. They're mainly people who are fit, that care about their health. They Even if they get coronavirus, it's not going to impact them. If you are super concerned about having those people infect you, if you've got a bunch of pre-existing conditions, stay home and out of the way. 
because the rest of society has to move on. This has become absurd. We know the cases are going up. The cases are going up exponentially. The number of people dying is not. We don't have the hospitalizations at the point where everybody's freaking out, panicking. We're no longer throwing people on respirators the way we were, are we? So these kind of restrictions, unless you pay attention to them, you're like, okay, yeah, whatever, that doesn't really impact things. But this impacts a ton of small business. This is impacting small business is, is who this is impacting. And the governor is picking and choosing which industries will survive and which won't. Because there isn't a single industry in here that hasn't been hammered once already. We're not talking about real estate. We're talking about small restaurants, small bars, talking about wedding photographers, wedding planners, small businesses that own ice rinks, small businesses that own indoor pools, small studios, fitness companies, gyms. Gyms have been just decimated. And they just rolled back out you know, a bunch of a bunch of gyms just kind of reopened, they emerged back. And now you're going to ratchet them down only allowing five people without any data or any science to support that. that. That's just, it's crazy. It makes no sense at all. But um, additionally, Inslee said that evictions moratoriums would be extended, but details were not immediately released. Business owners with questions about how these new restrictions might apply to them can contact the state to get more information here. I find it incredibly annoying. Um, and also, the state also expanded its mask mandate to include common areas such as elevators, hallways, lobbies, and similar areas. We are following the rules. The cases are going up, but the number of people dying, not going up. We're following the rules. This isn't impacting people. It's not killing people. Yeah, the cases are going up, but that's just kind of how the flu works, right? That's kind of the way I see it. So Governor Inslee, go ahead and uh, chase these people down who are calling, causing all the cases with your contact tracers. Do that. But don't don't refund the rest of these businesses that are just trying to make a go of it. You're going to put a lot of people out of business. And this really sucks. And there's nothing to warrant doing this. I understand that if you want to go out and tell people, hey, these cases are rising. And you need to you need to come down on the businesses that aren't playing ball. Costco, they've got their restrictions. Restaurants, They've got their restrictions. Professional office space, they've got their restrictions. If you think there's something specific that is causing these cases to go through the roof, then hammer on those people. But don't hammer on everybody all at once in, in these cases. Because there's no drinking, no alcohol served after 10 p.m. Really? Because there's a correlation there to the number of cases. I get the idea that, okay, people after 10... Um, they're gonna ease up a little bit on the whole maybe mask thing. All right, but just make the bar owners aware that even after 10, people got to wear a mask. People still have to socially distance. Now, do we have a lot of cases coming from where people are playing pool? Do we have a lot of cases that we know are coming from people who are playing um, darts? Video games, is video games a big thing? Do we have people dying left and right that are playing video games? No. These are all activities that we know there's a bunch of millennials out there who are tired of, and, and other people too. I throw millennials under the bus because they're the biggest group that just says, you know what? Even if we get this, it's not really going to impact us. Yeah, and maybe it might impact other people. And are they probably not thinking about that as much as they should? Some of them are. 
go after those people and go after the bars where there's a problem that you can you can prove the contract tra uh, tracing, contact tracing. You can prove that. So go go do your job there, but don't regulate the rest of people who are playing by the rules that you're just basically ruining their livelihoods. So that's essentially what I have to say on this ridiculousness. It it doesn't make any sense to me as a small business owner with friends who own small businesses. It doesn't make any sense to me as a citizen of this state sitting here looking at these restrictions going what? But I can still go to Costco run around willy nilly. I can still go to Walmart, I can still go to Best Buy and just touch all the COVID stuff. But in a sterile restaurant environment where they have restrictions on cleaning the table off, no more than so many people, I can't get a drink after at 10.01 p.m. because there's a correlation there to the COVID. That, that makes no sense at all to me. But whatever, um, a lot of this hasn't. So I guess we got to play by these rules now. And these rules go into effect, I think it's July 30th. Um, I can't remember that where that was, but they can't just do it immediately. I'm pretty sure that goes into effect July 30th. I don't remember where I saw that. But um, is that is that right, Darren? Yeah, July 30th. So look for these changes. I think you're going to see a lot of companies that just say, you know what, we can't make a go of this this business wise, we're going to do the best we can with the restrictions we have, but we're still going to be open. So take your rules and um, you can do whatever with them. But I think there's going to be a lot of companies who just say, yeah, not playing ball. Come, come give us a fine, whatever. But this is kind of this is how we're moving forward because none of your rules make sense. So that is my opinion on what's going on with these new restrictions for bars, restaurants, and more as the virus continues to surge, but not really kill any more people. It's just it's the flu. It's out there. It's doing its thing. So those are my opinions. They don't reflect anybody else here. But I think most of us are kind of under the understanding that these new changes phase 1.75 is ridiculous. There's no need for it. We all kind of knew that the the rotavirus might come out if you have massive gather gatherings, up to 60,000 people to pop, you might have some more cases. I don't know, that could be. I'm not talking any specifics, but that could happen. But if that's happening because of bars and restaurants, I want to know about it because I'm not going to go there and eat not happening. I'm not going to have a wedding or a funeral at places that are just wildly linked to cases rising. That's not going to happen. Not going there. So that's where we're at. And Jim specifically, if there's a gym out there, and I would have heard about it, that is directly linked to massive outbreaks of cases, not going there, not going to work out, not going to support them with my business. But for the rest of these companies, let's go support them. And let's Let's hope they can make it through with these ridiculous restrictions. All right, that is my um, COVID-19 2020 phase 1.75 update. Again, I'm Sean Reynolds from Summit Properties Northwest. Reynolds Decline Appraisal, your host of this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.